Welcome back to Down to Watch, and we're coming up to the end of a month. Dan. Yes. You know what we do at the end of the month? I do. Yes, that's the why I'm here. The same thing we do every end of the month. I've been Try pre- to take over the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that and secretly prepare for this month by watching a lot of things that we talked about. But mm. I don't have a ton. I thought that exact thought about yeah. three days ago i said yeah. i haven't watched stuff from last month i should grab a couple and i did i put away Good. a couple let me tell you about the stuff that i saw yep uh last month we talked a little bit about uh peacemaker john cena's new show the yep. dc spinoff of uh the suicide squad not suicide squad the suicide yep. squad yep james gunn yep uh you're also watching it right i am yeah i'm one one behind on that yeah mm-hmm but that is one of the few things that I have. How many are out at this point? Uh, five, I think. Oh, okay. So I'm like yeah. three behind. I've only seen like the first oh, two. Well. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, good. What do you think? Yeah, well, we talked briefly, I think, about mm-hmm. maybe two episodes that come out when we, we covered Spider-Man. But uh, yeah, it's good. It's you're very still quirky. Keeping up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tone I mean, of it is you're great. you're still into it, you're saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm going to, for sure. There's. It's unlike... Anything on TV, really? Like, uh, is it? Yeah. Is are you seeing a, a classic redemption story like taking oh. form, or is it uh, subverting that a little bit? Yeah, it's trying to have its cake, kind of, and eat it too a little bit because it is trying to have like a little love story thing, and then, uh, but it kind of pulls back on it. Yeah, it's like we know this guy is a kind of a piece of shit, but it's like because it's some, his show, we got to have. There's like, some hardcore hate. Uh-huh. In the on the protagonist side of the uh, of the show, which is a is a hard uh-huh. uh, uh, you know needle to thread when you're making a show uh, that's gonna be approachable for mass audiences, like I imagine Warner Brothers and yeah. HBO wants. Right. Yeah. You think yeah. they're you think they're but, threading it? Oh yeah, yeah. It's like and they well because it's a lot of that's through Peacemaker's dad. Right. He's the clearly guy. the most hateful character, and yeah, as as. All the awful things that are wrong with um, John Cena's character are clearly yeah. products of his of his upbringing, right. but that doesn't forgive his character either. Yeah, exactly. But it does give us somebody to say, "Oh, okay." Like we see where Peacemaker came from. Peacemaker is definitely not as bad as his dad. Yeah. Therefore, you know, we can kind of excuse some things or just have at least like reasoning for why he maybe is not what his dad was and he's trying to be a better person in some way I, so i i we'll see. Uh, james gunn is a good storyteller i can i can imagine him landing this story so uh, let's hope he does yeah yeah no, uh, i think so dan i also watched uh, a little bit of the i saw the first episode of archive 81 oh, you remember cool. when we were talking about that yeah um yeah, I've heard some good things yeah. randomly, and yeah, you liked it? Uh, it's good. I will cool. watch more. Uh, yeah. It's well acted. It's a little bit, it's 
it's got a it's got two two overlapping feels that I think are pretty interesting. Uh, and I don't they might be the same the same feeling just from different angles. It it yeah. has a thing where while you're watching it, it doesn't look it doesn't look like what you're used to seeing a network show or like a cable show. Like it looks uh-huh. made differently, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I like that. So there is something to that. It's very, it's slow, it's pensive, uh, but it, it's also this thing uh, that I've seen before. There's a certain thing that fictional podcasts turned series look like. There's almost uh-huh. like a thing that the camera's trying to do that is yeah. the musical breaks in between the action of a, of a fictionalized oh. podcast. Yeah. Like and act it's breaks, kind of like act, a little well, bit of like a, um, kind of or commercial break or whatever. If yeah. you were listening to it, what it would be is a you know a character says something, and then instead of, instead of a scene transition or just a beat to absorb what what's happening, yeah. During that, you would hear like a piece of music, uh-huh. a, a pensive piece of like sure. uh, mood inducing music. Yeah, I feel like, and I'm talking about like Limetown, and I can't. Right. I can't to, I can't bring another one, but I know I've seen like three or four fictional shows turn or fictional podcasts turned into TV shows. Yeah, and they all have these kind of slow lingering camera moves that feel like exactly that. Huh. Like yeah, like soft like, music transitions. Well, and because those doc, those podcasts, I feel like are trying to mimic documentary type vibes a lot of times too, right? In a way, sometimes documenting but a, a lot a of place them. Or, some of them are, yeah. but some of them are are straight first person narratives of 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 like a a, of a report but first person told from the reporter experiencing it not even necessarily reporting it oh interesting okay you know what i mean yeah so where it is a fully fictionalized story it's not like uh whatchamacallit war of the worlds pretending to be a fake story right but but in this one just so you just so we can anybody doesn't remember archive 81 yeah. is about uh it's a young guy who his job is and he's very good at it is fixing digital uh media that's been destroyed or that's been like all crusted over and stuff yeah which is super interesting i think because that's magnetic data right uh-huh usually it's not the same yeah. as like a record where it's physical grooves that make a sound right it's like very easily destroyable oh, data right, right? yeah so you're saying because if it's magnetic, then you can kind of preserve it in a way or partially the preserve it The things that would damage it are so different from other forms yeah. of data that we're used to protecting. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And a tape or something magnetic usually isn't a thing that's a protected uh, like plastic tape mm-hmm. molding, you know? Whereas like right, a record right. is vulnerable to the world instantaneously, like anything. And the thing that he's working on. So there was a big fire uh-huh. in a hotel and a bunch of people died, but not really because they never found the bodies. Um, uh, not oh, a shit. hotel, apartment building. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then, uh, and right when that happened, there was a girl who was doing a report on uh, something weird in that apartment. Okay. She was also never find, found, but these tapes were found, and they were given as a secret project to this guy who's really good at it to fix yeah. it. So the, and mysteries abound. Yeah, so it's the girls' tapes that was investigating, mm-hmm. basically, that we're seeing. Yes. Yeah. There is one aspect of the show that is not landing for me, and that is mm-hmm. that he is a very lonely 
guy okay. first of all because but he's a young professional who's very good at his job he's like good looking and he seems very cool so it's yeah. very strange that he's but I yeah. think he's sh- recently broken up with oh, okay. he is falling for the girl in the tapes oh okay presumably like from 20 years ago right and we don't know what her status is she's alive no she's yeah whatever. she's she is not even in the list of the people who disappeared oh wow okay so she could pop up Mm-hmm. Potentially, yeah. So okay. we don't we don't know what happened to her. Eh, it's an interesting. It's a place to go. Yeah, I want to get into that. Um, uh, I was going to. Did mention, you see anything? Yeah. Yeah, the Harry Potter anniversary thing on HBO mm-hmm. Max. You heard about that? I remember. Like yeah. The, oh, that's talking about it. Yeah. Uh, but it's like uh, it's gotten really good feedback, and I watched that like pretty much like January first or second, I think, because it was just like right there, and I was in a place to watch some stuff. It's, a, and, it's yeah. comfort food too. Yeah. Yeah, I was just curious how they were going to pull it off and like what the structure of it was going to be. And it's literally like going film to film for an hour and 45 minutes. And like a lot of the cast is very emotional about being back together, you know, because a lot of them haven't been together in 10 years. Mm -hmm. And you see the bonds they they had and like different older actors, too, with the younger people is really interesting. Uh, Like uh, Daniel Radcliffe, I guess, had a crush on uh, Susan or, or Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, like sure. Wrote her a letter or something. And he was like 13 at the time and said, if I was only older, you know, Oof, who knows? Yeah, double at least, buddy. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was a, that was a cool watch for sure. Even That's though I'm neat. not like an obsessive Harry Potter person, but I'm like, the I can't help but uh, compare everything to the underwhelming Friends reunion. Uh, so on a oh, okay. Friends reunion <laughs> scale, much better than the Friends reunion. Well, you know what's funny? I liked I didn't I liked the many aspects of the Friends reunion. Okay. So, um, each, oh, each, I'm sure I made enemies just by saying that. That could be no. There's always going to be people <laughs> that are like, "This was weird." It's mainly because the Matthew Perry stuff was kind of made it uh, awkward and stuff. But um, for what the like, so having a comedy show reunion, it's going to be different than a dramatic seven film Good thing. Point. So yeah, so like for each what, what each was kind of doing, I felt like worked who do you well. think's more rich? Rich. That's a good battle. The cast of Friends versus the top six uh, cast of uh, the Potter movies. Yeah, that's hard to say because, yeah, the Friends people, remember like the last, I think, three seasons, they were making like a million an episode. So that's insanity. Yeah. And like the Harry Potter (laughs) kids, I'm sure, were like locked into like. But merchandising. You don't think they get a percentage off the (sighs) merchandising? Yeah, it's hard to say like by the last, like maybe they redid their deals like. Or maybe they locked them in early and they got them because before, like, they knew it was going to be a thing. But it's hard to know that they knew they were going to make seven movies out of yeah, six this books. Is a you know, free free so. idea for some YouTube video of uh, battling uh, budgets or something or something like that. Yeah, somebody go somebody go research that and make that video. Uh, Dan, yeah. I also watched. Oh, I what I didn't watch was the house, the puppet thing. I still want to go watch that. The one about the. The the the, stick, the animation the oh, okay. stop motion oh, okay, about the cool. three different generations living in a house two of them are cats and mice I think oh I don't even remember that okay I also didn't watch the, I'm not gonna remember the name of this show but the Kirsten Bell show the woman in the house across the street from the girl who got murdered by right. the state um you didn't see I that. didn't watch it but I yeah. did find out that it is in fact a full spoof. It is right. a silly show. I saw that in a blurb. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, me too. I saw a bad blurb. You maybe you saw the same one that said it's not good. 
I've heard mixed. So. I've, I've oh, okay. heard good and I've heard bad things. Uh, okay. I think it's probably going to be your mileage may vary on how much you are invested in that genre. Right. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. And Kristen Bell, like even she's like watchable, even if she's in like she a thing is. that's not she's great. She's very charming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what was the last thing I saw her in? Freaking uh, The Good Place? Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I saw, uh, but something I was invested in, was uh, The Legend of Vox Machina, the animated mm. adaptation of the first s- uh, campaign, I guess, yeah. or c- series of um, the Dungeons & Dragons voice, acted, voice actor uh, cast right. show Critical Role. Right. Um, it's the... It's... it's very nice looking. It's very, very well animated. Yeah. Uh, the action looks great. Whoever is oh, like cool. plotting out the action for animation, yeah. like this looks cool. It makes the characters look cool. Their powers look cool. Right. That's a lot of fun. Is it pull back um, the curtain at all on like the D&D stuff? Like show no, you? No, it's a okay. fully, it's a fully just fantastical show. Straight animated story. Fantasy. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. No cool. gamesmanship okay. at all in it. It's just okay. a story of these guys. Uh, I will. I what I will forgive, but I will warn anybody going into it blindly. Um, it at least the first couple episodes go hard yeah. on. I'm not even gonna call it fan service. Yeah. It's fan like appreciation or like fan like uh, reward. Cool. Yeah. There's a lot of it to the oh, point wow. where it, it, if you're if you're new, it might f- feel awkward. Like, like you're missing beats, something. Yes. Like, you're, like, like what was why that? was oh. that important to say that way? You right. Know? Right. Because it's an Easter egg for the fans. Interesting. Okay. It might come down to the fact that this started as a project where they were only going to get one episode and they ended up getting two seasons. Right. So, you know, maybe that's why the front, it's so front loaded with stuff oh. they just had to get in. Yeah. And then it'll level out like once you're, or maybe they'll like string it along so the, the, the new viewers will know that was mm-hmm. weird, but now it's a callback to something. Mm-hmm. In the animated thing, you know, so like, plus everybody's on board. The the first, so the season's gonna be like one arc of the of the campaign, uh, the most popular mm-hmm. arc, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the famous line? Is this the most interesting thing that ever happened to your characters? And if right. not, why aren't we li- why aren't we watching that story? Yeah, right, uh, right. So that's the Briarwood arc is the name of the arc that they're gonna make into the show. But the first two yeah. episodes are also like. You know that classic, you watch the last adventure ending at the beginning of the show Mm -hmm. as you go into the next adventure? Sure. So it's kind of like that. So also the first adventure that you see them on is kind of has nothing to do with the show sort of a thing. Right. That's cool, man. It's fun, but and it's adult. Understand, our parents out there, it is animated, it is adult. There is a scene where Scanlan is a bard. And if you uh-huh. know anything about fantasy, bards have lots of fun with the opposite sex. Yeah. Um, they're in the first episode, we see a full uh, uh, going going downstairs on a lady. Wow. Uh, okay. Like, 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 it's there. You know what's happening. It's yeah. clear. Very clear. And uh, out of focus, but you do get a pair of balls. From the same character. Wow. Wow. So, uh, cool. It's going very hard. You get a bunch of F words, especially from the little adorable character who is uh, the yeah. lady from Blindside on uh, on NBC. Um, okay. But, uh, 
but but the whole like delivery of the story and stuff is very Saturday morning cartoon sort of childishly soapy cheese. Okay. So just you know, be aware that that's what you're that's what you're getting. I'd like to see uh, at least one just to try mm-hmm. it. See what sticks. I would even say I would say it's maybe possible to to if if you don't if you're like I'm probably not going to give this a shot. Yeah. But but I'll just watch it just to know what it's about. I yeah. would say watch episode three where they get into the, okay. the Briarwood arc. And then like circle back maybe. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. yeah. You're going to need those first two episodes to fill out the information. But okay. Just to just to get a better feel for the show. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Out of everything else on my mm-hmm. list, I've seen, a, I've seen half the season or so of Search Party. Okay. And it's uh, for the most part, like it started off like a good recovery, I thought for like a new season i've Uh, heard things i've heard things yeah like it's it's kind of going downhill by where i'm at now in the middle i feel like like i don't really Mm -hmm. see where it's going and it's kind of all over the place but um jeff goldblum's in it and he's (laughs) playing yeah it's like a version kind of of the ragnarok guy sure so it's like uh very eccentric yeah jeff Uh, goldblum's characters have kind of all fallen into one category too so yeah because he is playing a version of himself, basically, you know. We like to think so. Versions. I'd like to believe that he walks around being the games master or whatever that character was called from yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah, or at uh, least like a deflated, you know, stripped down version of it. Yeah, I like that. I just watched a, um, I don't know if it was Vanity Fair or uh, the other the guys who who make people read the most asked questions from the internet on YouTube. Mm, mm-hmm. I forget. It's one of those videos. One of those Vanity people. Fair does something like that, I think. Yeah. And so and another internet based, uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, they just did one where they show uh, Jeff Goldblum, P- other celebrities doing Jeff Goldblum impressions. Oh, okay. Pretty fun. Interesting. It's pretty like fun because he critiques them too. Like oh. he like, and he does it. Like, a lot of them he does from a place where he's like, I don't know what they're talking about. This is ridiculous. That looks like a cartoonish buffoon. And then sure. smiles at the camera. Because sure. he, he knows that it's him. Yeah. I like that. So, go check that out. It's a fun little video. Yeah. That is that does sound fun. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I was trying to think of the next thing. Oh, I was just thinking, too, if he, if Jeff Goldblum's going to be in the, thir- in the uh, Thor, the new Thor movie, maybe. Because hmm. I don't die? know. I don't know. Did he die? like did something no. happen to him? <clears throat> At no, the end right? of the movie, he he is uh, he tells the this is fantastic. He tells yeah. the people that revolted against him. Yeah. Congratulations on a on a successful revolt, and uh, <laughs> also to me because if I wasn't around, you wouldn't have anything to revolt against, and then therefore you wouldn't have succeeded. So right. yay, all of us. We all succeeded. Right. Together. Oh yeah, because he was in the garbage dump or something, yeah. right? Over there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So there could I be a good angle I believe he talked his way out. I believe he talked his way out of that. Or he he just like, he just did his thing with those people, you know, and became like the leader on that level, maybe. Who knows? Mm, you know? Those were the people I think he was already the leader of. I think those are the well, people he was deposed from. But I'm saying he's a leader on their level. Meaning that oh, those people are now his over equal. Little junkyard, and he's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, nothing else on my list. Okay. Everything I want to see, I gotta. See, I want to see. I'm just a little behind on things, and um, yeah, like that Bridget Everett show is supposed to be really good. Dramedy kind Which of a thing. Somebody somewhere. Oh yeah. Started mid January. Resident Evil's back. A Resident Alien. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say Resident mm-hmm. Evil. Mm-hmm. I 
I actually saw yeah. that Resident because I there's so much good stuff I don't watch. I watched yeah. that new Resident Evil. I didn't. It was on the third screen that I was looking at, but it oh, was on right? while I was doing other things. Yeah. It's very dumb. Yeah, it's a very dumb movie. Yeah, not trying to get into that. I don't think I've no, ever seen good. one of them. Yeah, you are clear. Yeah, I got. I have an affinity for the first. For the first. Um, sure. Who was that? Who made that movie? Was it uh, that guy's husband? That lady's husband? Was it Underworld? Doug Liman? Is that who that is? No. It was Doug Liman. So. Oh no, it could be. I don't no, know. Paul W. Sanderson. It was Paul W. Oh, Sanderson. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. One hundred percent. Okay. He makes video game adaptations that are ridiculously stupid. Yeah. And is not that other guy who does the same thing. Uh, the guy who made um, Postal. And uh, what is it? In the name of the king, a dungeon siege. I don't even. I don't even remember the whole oh, name. Of that. I don't know. But he's yeah. He's that director that um, he challenges people to Uwe Bowl. He challenges oh. people to boxing matches and stuff. He's a because okay. I've been so in the like, especially like ten to fifteen years ago. I was so in like the video game culture. Yeah. That I was really up on all the video game movies. And this guy, you know Uwe Bowl. You know who he is, right? I don't know. The name sounds familiar now that you said it. Yeah. He is a legendary villain in the in the in the video game community for the oh. movies that he's turned out of video games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uwe Boll. And yeah, he is he is a monster, but he is a fantastic monster. Yeah. He's he's, he's, he's the villain too. you want. He and yeah, he was like he was with critics. He was like Oh yeah, you think you think my all of my movies are terrible? And they are. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll like, fight you. I'll fight you in the ring. And so, wow. like a critic, like two critics took him up on it. But like, th- like as a as like a joke because it was like a, a I think they were giving to charities like a charitable event. Yeah. He beat the shit out of him. He beat the fuck out of him. Wow, <laughs> like That's these fun. nerdy <laughs> like <Yeah>. writers. <laughs> That's cool. That's fun. That is funny. Um, but yeah. All right. You want to get to okay. this month? Yeah. So February 2022. Yeah. You want to start right off the bat? You know what? Actually, before we get into TV, there's not that much yeah. in the movies. Oh, so yeah. I just want to like rattle them off so we can get them out of the way. Sure. But uh, hopefully the last time any of the original jackass people will put their bodies on the line. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I know. Hopefully. Oh, really remind me. Done. Remind me. I might have a surprise idea for you related to that movie. Okay. For next week. Yeah. Okay. I will remind you. Yep. Um, the same day, uh, the fourth, uh, Rolly M's, uh, speaking of gigantic, big, stupid movies, Roland Emmerich's Moonfall, that one where the alien drives the moon at the earth. Whoa. <laughs> Starring uh, Naomi. Uh, no, not. Is it Naomi Watts? The... Is she in that? No, it's. Uh, no, I don't remember. I, think I saw that. the trailer like a, l- a while ago and I don't know. But uh, yeah, that movie's coming out. I have I have heard a surprising amount of fervor for this movie. Really? Okay. Yeah. But but like silly, like like not hate watching, but like yeah. ridiculous watching. Right. Well, I mean, at this point, dude, it's like, what angle do you are you coming from? Well, does our has our generation come around on Roland Emmerich so much, or not even our generation? Maybe the next generation has come around on Roland Emmerich so much that he's like kitsch now. I don't know. I really don't. I think he's kitschy. I think people think of like his movies as like cute. It's okay. Oh, wow. It's Day After Tomorrow, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. 
But that's when he was kind of taking it even serious still, like, a well, little bit. Well, right? I mean, you, that's the f- only works when you take it seriously. But that's like, what I if wonder. if you try to make it's... it dumb, it looks dumb. Yeah. Well, it's coming up as number 35 on IMDb in terms of, uh, like, like, hyped. like hyped, movie, hyped movies and whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, there's something going on. Maybe just because it's yeah. a big release, too, and, like, February is not, like, a great month for releasing. The theater is starving, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I know that you're going to watch Death on the Nile, for sure. I might, actually, yeah. Yeah, because okay. I saw the first one. Ah, I gotta. I'm gonna. I gotta check out the first one. That'll make me decide if I'm gonna see this one. But yeah, because I like the look of it. Yeah, there's a lot of style in those movies. I have decided that all of our dramas should have at least one uh, '80s new wave song in it. Oh yeah, right. Oh, that's right. It's really good. What was the one in that trailer? I forget. I forget already. I don't know. Tainted Love, maybe or something. I don't know. No, no, no. Oh Uh, no. No, I. I. It's a song whose name I don't know. Oh, it's remember we Depeche Mode, and I know it's a Depeche Mode song. It's a Depeche uh, Mode, but it's Personal cool. Jesus Go check out the trailer, and you guys can hear it too. Yeah. No, Personal Jesus is. Uh, oh, that's called uh, Atomic Blonde. Also, it's yeah. yeah. I'm sure they say the name of the song in the words, yes. but it doesn't come to mind. Yes. Um, Uncharted is coming out. Uh, oh, I'm only saying that because I've described to Dan. Uh, yeah. Without having played the games, what I understand the two characters of Uncharted to be, and it's the captain from Firefly as played by, what's his name? What's Castle's name? Uh, Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Yep. Uh, and then his older uh, like mentor slash rugged partner, who basically yeah. played uh, by, uh, what's his name, from Evil Dead? Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, that's right. That's right. I was trying to remember The way guy. Bruce Campbell yeah. appears in mm-hmm. Burn Notice, let's say. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I understand the characters to uh, be like in the games. Yeah. So Spider-Man and the dude who would have beat up the terrorists during 9-11. What's his name? Marky Mark. Right. Yeah. That's a weird, that's a weird, like, instead of those guys. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a weird combo, but it's like very popcorn and that's what they, they're choosing to go that avenue mm-hmm. to make money, whatever. And so- it should do I that. I hate to cheer against Tom Holland, but yeah. he's fine. He'll be fine. He's Spider-Man. Yeah. He's okay. That's All why, right. yeah, we were saying, because it's like he's so wants to out of like the Spider-Man stuff that he's just like, yeah. I want to do shit. Yeah. He'll give give me another franchise that I could not be Spider-Man in. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then lastly, uh, the Foo Fighters. Studio 666 is a silly thing that's happening at the end of the month. Right. Uh it's getting terrible reviews. I'm sure it's oh, bad. Yeah. But the point is, I don't think it was meant to be good. No. It's like the way it's, that, like, uh, what's his name? Rob, Rob Zombie's making movies for a while now, you know? Yeah, yeah. but I would say that Rob Zombie in, was went with a grindhouse mentality, but with the intention yeah. of making good films of his particular genre, where I think right. this is meant to be a silly B movie goof. Yes. Right. Uh, for anybody who hasn't seen the trailer, Studio 666 is a movie starring Dave Grohl and the members of the Foo Fighters as themselves where they go to a haunted house to record mm. an album and uh, Dave Grohl gets possessed and kills all the members of the band. Hilarious. Yep. It's a good premise. All right. Yeah. That's movies. Yeah. Cool. What's happening on nice. TV? Okay. So you know I'm a big brother guy. Yes, I do. From uh, from CBS in the, the summers. But then the last, uh, what is it, like couple years, three, maybe like three years, they've done these mm-hmm. uh, celebrity sessions. And what, uh, what, what level of celebrity are we talking? 
So one of the people that caught my eye was because I'm a UFC fan and uh, Misha Tate. I don't know if you know Misha Tate. Mm-hmm. One, I've seen her fight a couple times. Yeah, she was champion, women's champion, like four or five years ago and just started fighting again. So um, I randomly heard that. I'd have to pull up a list to see who else is That's on That's wild that she could take five years off and come back. Yeah, it is remarkable. Yeah, and she's that in is... the best shape she's ever been in. Wow. Good um, for her. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Let's pull up this cast real quick. It's always like not that obviously. Like it's like I don't even, I don't even right. know if I'll know half these people. We're talking... Dancing with the Stars level? Yeah, like Lamar okay. Odom. <laughs> I think he's Olymp- been on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, shit. Yep. Uh, Olympian ice skater Mirai Nagasu. Nope. No clue. Former Miss USA Shanna Mokler, who I think got famous from- The Mokes. Yeah. She's the one with no, that I don't said that, that funny is. thing. I think she might be that one that said- uh, They, get, that they weird, can't get you know? uh, Michaela Maroney from those Frisbee commercials to come do it? Not yet, no. Not yet. Um, Maybe in like five God. years. I hope she got paid for that Frisbee commercial. Yeah. Oh, I got to go find that. I haven't seen that, I don't think. Uh, no, the one where she, they throw a Frisbee on the roof and she goes to get it for them. I don't know. It's a Geico I commercial, know. I think. I think it's a Geico commercial. Um. Oh, Chris Kattan is the big surprise, I think. All right. Because he's kind of had a lot of <laughs> medical issues and things. And so. Oh, no. I was uh, going to say, you're yeah. always looking for the person who should be too big for this, right? The what? The you what? You the, should be the person. You're looking for the actor who should be too big <sighs> yeah, to be on this show, right? Yeah, that's true. And like, it's a bummer why they're on the show, and you're saying in this particular case, medical problems this is the reason. Well, no, no, I mean, because he's a comedian, you know, he has like, you know, he's a he's a name, he's a face, but like, is he's he mango? Yeah, but it's like in the in the in terms <laughs> Wait, of career. Do you actually remember that? Mango, mango, yeah, mango. Was it Mongo? I think it was pronounced like, a, or he. No, would pronounce I thought that was the Mongo. Rock when he was like, the little, the little like. Well, he he was his own guy. Oh, you think one was Mango? One I was thought Mongo? it was Mango. Yeah, I thought his character was like Mango, and that was the the silly thing was that his, he was supposed to be like, uh, what you call well, it from a from a, like a caveman. From a, nobody knew where. No, no, no. That's a different one. Oh, is that different? Oh, okay. yeah. He oh, was like remember. a. A non, like a not asexual, but uh, non. What we can't tell. Yeah, um, like uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Oh, what do you he say? That like your gender all of the things that you could be. Yeah, it was okay. It was a. It was basically a play on Pat, on it's Pat, right? From, from older SNL. Right. Oh, yeah. this was on SNL. I should have cleared that up. Oh yeah, and that was is so... an old Saturday Night Live guy. Yeah, and it's so long ago that it's like. It's not know, like, okay. It's definitely yeah. not okay nowadays. Sure. It's, oh if yeah. If you saw those, for sure. Okay. Uh, do we have a match? I think on the next one. Oh, is it on the, the second? Month. Is it second? Brought yep. to us by uh, is it Rogan? By Hulu. Seth Rogan. Seth Rogan. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So Hulu is doing a show that um, is from the director of I Tanya, which mm-hmm. makes complete sense. Yeah, called Pam oh, and yeah. Tommy. Uh, and that's in reference to uh, Tommy Lee. Yeah. And from the band. What band was he from? Um, oh, God. Motley Crue. Motley Crue. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Pamela Anderson, his wife at the time, that they made a, a sex video together, something that was supposed yep. to remain private. Someone stole it 
made copies and flooded the inter- the very early internet with those copies. You remember this in real life, right? Yeah, sure. But it's like, I didn't remember the origins of anything about how it got out in the world. Like, cause you think that I remember even, it was like, they leaked it. I thought maybe it was like, cause nowadays it's like the Kim Kardashian one. I think, you know, right. some of that was stuff was like purposely. purposely. Yeah. So this will be interesting. Cause yeah, yeah, Seth Rogen's the guy who stole the safe with the tape. And so and not, then, Seth Rogen is playing the guy who he is not the person who stole the tape. He is correct. Okay. Just, he would have been, I don't want Seth Rogen to get mad at us. He would have been like eight, maybe I think a when tiny that happened, baby. something. Yeah. So, uh, even though he did do comedy at like 14 or whatever, but still more this is importantly, the person who sells the video yes. is played by Nick Offerman. And that is fantastic. Yeah. That's going to be fun. That's going to be real yeah. fun. Once I saw those two dudes pop up, because at first, I don't know, I was looking at this and I was like, I don't know, this seems a little like just well, like... Well, you know what it is, mm-hmm. and no offense to Sebastian Stan, but he just isn't a draw. Like there isn't anything about Sebastian yeah. Stan that makes me like, yeah, I want to watch what he's in. He's fine. He's not bad. He's, yeah. he's, he's good at acting or whatever. It definitely seems like it's Lily James's show as Pamela Anderson. It's going to be about mm-hmm. empathizing with her, especially from the yeah. trailer where it's pretty clear that from the scene where uh, Sebastian Sands, Tommy Lee is basically telling her that it's equally as bad for both of them that this sex tape got out. Right. Yeah. And obviously like, it's uh, not. Obviously yeah, it's not exactly. the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so that's going to be a fun one for sure. And uh, I'm looking forward that's to that. from um, and, uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg's uh, production company, which oh, cool. is pretty, uh, is pretty uh, on point. And I only say that because their name is Point Grey Pictures. Uh, uh, but they do a lot of stuff that we do like. Uh, they, they did they made the boys. They made. Did you ever watch? Oh, preacher was the first show they made. Yep. I remember it being weird, right? That it was going to be them. Yeah, it was a little strange, but at the same time, it's like they had done other stuff that wasn't TV. I think so. It was like yeah. and we knew their track so record. Like, so they oh, made obviously 50, super 50, bad. They made fifty fifty. This is the end. The uh, neighbors and right. the interview. Is that the one right. about North Korea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And then and then they made uh oh and and, and um the night before. Oh okay. Which one is the night before? I don't actually remember that. That's the one with the the, the sweaters and like right before Christmas. That's like a drama, it's kind of a comedy party? drama. No. It's like the office party movie kind of, yeah. But it's a stoner holiday okay. movie basically. I don't yeah. think I yeah, I don't think I remember that one. But then they made Preacher and then they went into television. They made Future Man, which I think is a worthwhile mm. comedy. I don't I don't I haven't seen it yet. It wasn't for I me, but I think it's definitely like worthwhile. I think it had three seasons, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and then Black Monday, that movie mm. about the the that's a Don Cheadle show, right? With the, about the crash. Right. About the financial crash. Yep. I didn't know they produced that. That's cool. And the boys. Uh, which is probably oh. their biggest success, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The most that feels like a like a really big show. You know, that mm-hmm. show feels oh, like massive. And people like, talk about uh, it, man. That show gets oh. a lot of tra- like traction on Twitter when it comes out and stuff. I don't know how much they had to do with the writing, though. Do you remember? Like, I wonder. Yeah, no, I think they're, I think they're, like wrote they're the first... adap- they adapted it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And it's a, and to be clear, it's a pretty big swing adaptation because uh, it's very different from the book. The book is made by kind of the same idea of how Preacher is maybe too insane and fucked up 
uh, to really adapt correctly. Right. So they it's and it's not that they're necessarily making something less like awful. Yeah. Uh, to be like uh, offensive or whatever. Right. It's just adapting it to be awful in the right ways for modern audiences. Correct. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. Yeah. So oh, okay. so they do get they they get their hands in it. I forgot because the boys is by the same guy who did Preacher. Mm-hmm. So that makes That's, sense. That, yeah, makes sense that 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 uh, Garth Ennis, Garth Ennis, should, should yeah, chill out a little bit. But yeah. it's good. They they gave he 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 made a project that then made a good TV show. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I also want to see this. Um, I think we could both have Murderville. We right? do. Yes. So um, yeah, you want to talk about what exactly this is? Yeah. So basically, Will Arnett uh, has this new comedy show but it's like completely it's almost like a web series basically like this it reminds is a me, Netflix show coming out on the third yeah sorry yeah and it's it reminds me of this uh I don't remember who I'm trying to remember oh no it was um oh god I'm gonna a, forget his name it is an adaptation oh it is oh it's is it an, of like it's an adaptation find a of a BBC show oh, called oh. Murder in Successville oh interesting okay it's exact but it's exactly the same it's the same, same show. premise okay yeah, because it's basically. Do you want to explain? Do you want to yeah. explain the premise? So Will Arnett is playing a detective of some sorts who investigates murders, and mm-hmm. he brings on uh, a. To be clear, yeah. senior detective Terry Seattle. Wow. That's yeah, good. that's a good name. It's really good. Yeah, and he brings on different performers. It seems like actors and comedians to mm-hmm. basically help in the weekly murder, help solve it, and then like they have uh, to- like almost as if they're a visiting detective. Right, right, and then they're. I have a, a list of those detectives, by the way. Uh, okay. Annie Murphy. This each of them yep. gets an episode. It's Annie Murphy, Conan O'Brien, Ken Jeong, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, Marshawn Lynch. That's funny. Mm. Uh, Sharon Stone and Aaron Hayes, like actors and comedians, and Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, you know that's like great. That's that's great. But you remember there was this show? It was a uh, web series with. Um, What's his name, dude? Oh God, I'm gonna forget his oh, name. Oh, do you want to see a body? Do you want to see a body? Yeah. Hey, it reminds me I kind of, that's pretty good. Yeah. No, sure. Good. I saw a couple episodes of that. What's his name? What's the dude's name that was on? Uh, uh Mike Human and Tommy Giant? Snacks. No, was no. that that guy? Oh, no, it's not it's one of those guys. Human Giant, along oh, you're with right, Paul Shear. Yep. Uh, uh, the I other dude, I always. Yeah. He's really good friends with Paul. Rob Hubel. Rob Hubel. Yeah, he does yeah. the videos. He they do videos on Twitch. There, if you like, how did this get made? Podcast. Uh, they are on Twitch yeah. all the time, like a weekly show. Yeah, so uh, yeah, this reminds me a little bit of of that idea. Um, and so yeah, I think it looks like it's gonna be good. Oh, and it seems like there's an aspect of a there kind is. of a hidden camera type. Well, okay, not so exactly, the, but yeah. it's a there is an aspect that is the a contest. So right. each character. So so there are four character characters. There's uh uh. There's uh, senior detective Terry Seattle. There's Chief Rhonda Jenkins Seattle. So there's some some something going on yeah, there, right? Uh, and then there's a couple of other characters. Uh, mm-hmm. And then throughout the show, the visiting um, detectives that are on the case with Will Arnett's detective yeah. are going from place to place, meeting characters that are possibly involved in this crime, and they have to figure out of all the characters that they meet who is the 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 criminal, who's right. guilty. Right. Uh, those people are also going to be played by guest comedians and stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, and yeah, one of them is a killer. And <laughs> each time, wow. Conan, Conan's got to figure. Just. 
uh, and and so like for example there's a scene where conan has to go undercover so it's basically yeah. an improv game yes. where he has to go pretend to be a detective in a pretend party being thrown by a pretend murderer everybody's right. got to act as if it's all real and while conan's in that party he has will arnett in his ear telling him what to say to stay in character at this um uh, uh, undercover yeah. and the things that he has to say become increasingly absurd and right ridiculous yeah no it seems like a fun a fun thing for sure like a laid yeah, back check out the easy trailer you'll you'll get what it's what it is but you do have to kind of see it yeah and it's going to be like a super easy watch you know like laid back oh, for sure. 20 minute episodes low stakes yeah 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 um, all right, moving on. Do you okay? Had, okay, uh, you had that sh- this next show. I do. Well, I have them. I have three shows coming out on the fourth. I do too. I think we uh, matched all. So them, maybe I'll tell you. You go ahead and uh, what's your first one? Uh, Fat Tuesdays. Yeah, that's P H A T, of course. Yeah, um, on Amazon Prime Video. Um, and yeah, I hadn't heard like a lot of these things that are coming out. I didn't know they were coming out at mm-hmm. all and this seems like a cool doc series uh where we there was a section in, of the 1990s i think it's kind of like early to mid 90s would you say i would say straight i would say right in the middle right in the middle okay because this oh, is that's true they, they make a point of saying it's post um riots it's post la two riots yeah that's true yeah and mm-hmm. some of the people they list as being like influential were already kind of getting big like Martin and, and, and the big the big drop at the end of the trailer is uh, an already astronomically famous Eddie Murphy saying, "Hey, this is a good time." Right, right, yeah. So yeah, it's all these comedians that basically had this little enclave of like safety to really like work on their comedy and develop things. Um, well, they they were here in L.A. and the comedy scene was booming, but there still was no real established scene for black comedy. Right. Uh, which right. anybody who's been into comedy since like. So the early 90s knows that the mid to late 90s are full of black comedy. So this yeah. is basically how did that get started? How did that get started? Like, how did we get there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of these clips are like people like Bernie Mac, who it's like, I only know Bernie Mac really as being a successful comedian. Right. But obviously a lot of these and then he didn't get successful, obviously, until he was, I think, like 40, you know. Yeah. So it's like, where was he? Obviously, he was in Friday. He was in a couple things or whatever. But even that was like probably because of a lot of what was going on at this time. So mm-hmm. yeah. So it's and, cool and to see the comedy store yeah, in this light. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's going to be something a little extra for me because we're here, uh, we're here in LA. So yeah. we're going to see a lot of the stuff that I've, that I either have heard of a lot of, or I've, I mean, I, I, you've, have you ever been to the comedy store? I've driven past it a million times, but I've never actually been to the comedy store. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if it was the comedy store that I went to, or, or I think I think I've been to actually I think it's the uh, Laugh Factory. Ah, um, yes, I have. I've been twice. There. Yeah, I've been to the Ice House and I've been to the Groundlings. Do the Groundlings have no? I haven't. Been, no, improv. I've been to. You could have been I've, there. Yes, I was gonna say I have been to an improv theater with you. Oh, you UCB. Went, but I've been to the UCB. UCB a handful of times too. Yeah. And now there's two UCBs out here too. So. There are. I haven't yeah. been to the fancy new one. Actually, they're all closed up right now. I think because of the sure of COVID. Sure. Yeah, but yeah, uh, on the cast of this thing are all the people who are obviously the people coming up at the time, like Chris Tucker, uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, Cedric the Entertainer. But there's also like people of the time, like uh, even like like JB Smoove. I don't know how much he was in that actual comedy scene, but he was obviously like active at the time. Yeah, uh, 
or or like Snoop, who's just a person who was active at the time. Right. Uh, but you've also got like Anthony Anderson, Lil Rel, and people whose like perspective will be very interesting to hear about this particular time of like comedy. Tiffany Haddish, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, to see some of these oh people before they popped. But the top two people in the cast list on IMDb are Regina King, who seems to be kind of like a host. Okay, cool. And Bob Saget. Interesting. Who we just lost uh, as of this recording. So I wonder if this is like one of the last things that he did maybe, you know? It certainly seems like that. Yeah, because that's always like the weird thing is like obviously there's a certain amount of work that people do before they pass and then like yeah, it just slowly rolls out and you're like, oh God, I think this is maybe the last thing. So yeah, um, that's interesting. I did not know that. But yeah, I want to check this series out for sure. Yep, me too. Um, do you have what's next? Yeah, do you have Reacher? I do not. I mean, I I have it here listed. I don't have any oh. information about it. I was hoping that you could tell me about it. You know what's funny is I don't have much either, and I want to look up this yeah. dude's name. Well, I know who Jack Reacher is. Sure, uh, sure. But I'm saying that we had him. Um, do you do you know? Well, do you know what do you know about Jack Reacher? Okay, so obviously we know that Tom Cruise played him in a series that of movies. Is the- and it was from books. That's the end of what I know. Oh, and that he's a very tall, strapping person So in the books. So it was very funny to have Tom Cruise play him in the movies. Well, you say funny, but obviously many people thought this no, was horrible, did horrible did not think casting. it was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Anger. Thought that, the, there was that Reacher, the, I think it, I only saw the first one, but the first one, the it was it was not bad. It was a it was a oh, pretty yeah. solid. They made movie. a second one. the The fans mm-hmm. of the Jack Reacher book were incensed that Tom Cruise was playing Jack Reacher, <laughs> and they made a second one. Yeah, <laughs> like whoa! Okay. And I bet you people loved it. Yeah, I I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think I started it and then just like I don't know, I was not really into it. But this uh, new show seems to be more in line uh, mm-hmm. with what this dude is supposed to be, which is like a brooding big Hulk. He's at of least man. six two. Yeah. Oh, at least yeah. And then how like, tall are you, Dan? I am 6'2", a like little under 6'2". Okay. So he's about so, Dan's size. Now, but yeah, but th- this guy has like 40 <laughs> pounds of muscle on me. So like he's a, yeah. Um, it says, when retired military police officer Jack Reacher is arrested for murder he did not commit, he finds himself in the middle of a sure. deadly conspiracy full of dirty cops, shady businessmen, scheming politicians with nothing but his wits. He must figure out what is happening in Margrave, Georgia. Now, okay, does that make it an A cab show, or does is it not? Because technically, Jack Reacher is also a cop. Wait, say it again. What do you mean, A cab? Like all cops are bastards? Oh, I've never heard that. Oh, okay. That's a yeah. That's a pretty popular way of saying. Oh, you know, I might have heard that, that makes cops very angry. Yeah, so yeah. Right. Don't say it. Don't say it. You'll get shot. Yeah. Um. Wait. Say. Just say that again. What are you saying? That is a, what, does why it, would is I it say it again? Show? Are you crazy? No, no, but I'm, I'm saying, why are you saying it's an A-cab show? Oh, I'm saying I'd be surprised that uh, it seems like Jack Reacher as a character yeah. uh, is kind of like Lance a little bit on the conservative side. Yeah. So oh, it would surprise me that a show, the show would be mainly about how corrupt police can be. Right, yeah, but he's like a military police, so I wonder if that does anything uh, okay. for anybody where it's like, we're playing both sides a little bit, but it's even more on the right because of it's that. It's certainly too, starting so. to land a little bit more in the Tom Clancy right. Uh, right. area, you know? In fact, our buddy Yanni, I had mentioned this to him because we saw a trailer for it randomly, 
Um, and uh, he uh, said, oh, yeah, that's that Tom Clancy novel, right? And I was like, <laughs> oh, so he actually no. thought it was. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, Tom Clancy's a guy who writes the Jack Ryan or wrote before he passed away. The yeah. Jack Ryan books. Uh, he's also written uh, John Kelly is the character or John Clark. His old name, John Kelly, was the character that is supposed to be Jack Ryan's uh, bodyguard-ish kind of guy. Oh, uh-huh. uh, But when they make the Jack Ryan movies, they just give him all those properties instead of making it two characters. Right. Uh, but they have made those uh, John Kelly movies, John Clark movies recently uh, with uh-huh. Michael B. Jordan. Oh. What was that Michael B. Jordan movie where yeah, he's like, without re- not without remorse. Oh, uh, that's I right. What called. I think that's what was it. Without, I think it was. Yeah. yeah, that's that's that character. That's that's the character that's supposed to do the action for for Jack Ryan. Okay, so they did like a little spinoff because they already have the the uh, John Krasinski. Yeah, Krasinski show. is currently playing. So you think they'll you think they'll line those guys up, or they're just gonna keep them separate? It universes? seems like they probably are gonna keep them separate. If I had to guess, it does right? But yeah, just because I don't bummer. think that. Move, yeah, it's weird. Like because. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's a weird thing because if you just have like an office guy, because that's the way Jack Ryan was supposed to be more just like yeah. political He's an analyst. analyst. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Well, he was perfectly cast as an older uh, Harrison Ford in old in, in the movies. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so that, that is who sense. he's supposed to be. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Because he gets, he gets voted president. In the books, he becomes president. Wow! Uh, oh wow! Dude, running around killing people in the like uh, doing like wet work for the CIA, yeah. probably doesn't end up like as a as a top politician. Correct. Know? Yeah. And how cool would that be to have like okay, he's elevating to like be a a presidential candidate, but then he has like a Michael B. Jordan running around doing all right. that stuff. He's for got him. his agent agent thirty three or whatever from that was that show that oh yeah died on the vine. That uh, sounds right. La- Why the last man? Oh right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you got the the top guys got to have that super cool super spy. Yeah, so I'm curious if this Reacher show. I mean, I think it's good for an episode. Just see how it yes. lands. I'm sorry, know? we went off on a tangent. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I, I it seems like a cool premise. Uh, it's, yeah. I'm I'm willing to give it a, a shot. Uh, do you know if there's anybody creative behind it? Oh, I don't even know. I was just looking up the guy, the main guy, uh, Rich. Oh, the actor. Rich, what's his name? I just looked it up. I forgot it. I uh, also I did the same. Alan Richson. I don't recognize Richson. him, but I do see that Nick Santora is the guy who developed the the show. He also wrote and produced The Sopranos, The Guardian, Law and Order, Prison Break, Lie to Me, Scorpion, Beauty and the Geek. That wow. last okay. one, hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. Okay, cool. We'll see. So that's that. We'll see. Yep. What else on the same day? You got the Olympics thing? I don't. That's not the thing I have. Oh, you have another but thing? Let's talk wow. about the Olympics. Uh, well, let's say one thing. Um, I didn't know the Olympics were even coming up. Um, oh, were you aware I of that? only know for bad reasons. Oh, because like the boycotting situation? Yes, correct. Because it's in Beijing. Oh, so that are we boycotting? Or I guess no, we can't because uh, of TV rights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. a whole story. If you yeah. we're not, we shouldn't talk about that because we don't know what's going on. No, I don't. What they what they do, and if and if you want to know, go find out why NBC is beholden to the country of China. Oh but, wow! Uh, okay. But what is funny that's going on right now is that they are telling every single um, athlete from the United States. Yeah. They're saying, "Here's a burner phone. Here's a burner laptop." 
everything, 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 everything you do in this country will be monitored by the Chinese government. Understand right. that. Right. Literally nothing yeah. you do will not be monitored. Mm-hmm. So please, please pay attention right. at what you're doing. Yep. So wow. we'll see if everybody gets back safely. Sure. Like everybody just should operate off of like, uh, what do you call that? Like uh, hot spots and stuff. Like don't even get on like... Which I don't even know if that's possible because you still have I to don't, use that. I don't think internet. so. I don't think you could do anything on the internet in China without China being f- like just following every step you take. Or I think they have their own version of the Tor browser, maybe. Like there is oh, some version of like, yeah, if you want to get out, there's a way. But uh, you, you, I doubt you tell people saying, go to the dark web, huh? Dark web, yeah. I mean, nice. But what are these guys doing? Like they just gotta just go do your athletics and just think that it's like the 1930s when you didn't have technology. Mm-hmm. You know? Go go go, bang around on those cardboard beds. It's fine. Ha! Yeah. All right. All uh, right. No, the same day there's another show coming out called Suspicion by with Uma Thurman uh, for Apple Plus. I, I I think it's at least oh, those yeah. are those are big names. So yeah, if you guys are into Uma Thurman. Or, or is like it's based on an Israeli like political thriller or police thriller. She's in uh, two shows, I think, this month. Oh, is she? Yeah, isn't she also in? Well, the one we'll get to uh, Severance, I believe, isn't she? All right. In that? Oh yeah, we'll get she to is. it. Yeah. Um, so okay. what about? Yeah, Suspicion is that British show, right? Like a lot of British people. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but it's just not. I'd mention it because big names. Um, yeah, it's kind of a murder or, or not maybe a murder, but, uh, what do you call it's it? like a police, like an abduct- police thriller. Yeah. Like we're trying to, like a whodunit abduction mm-hmm. thing. Like that all these people like are suspected, but they had mass and abducted somebody. And for some reason they pulled these four people, but we don't really know why. We don't know if any of them are really who the government's saying that did this or whatever. So I don't know. could be interesting. It could be good. Yeah. Yeah. If they're willing to, to, to shell out money for Uma Thurman, eh, there might be something to it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay, Dan, I see a big gulf between uh, uh, our dates right now. Yeah. And the next thing you have. Yeah. Uh, I have something for the 13th. And it's yeah. all about coming from West Philadelphia to <laughs> Los Angeles County, specifically mm-hmm. the town called Bel Air. Dan, right. what do you know about Bel Air? Oh God! Okay, so what I heard about this was on a this one of these XM satellite radio shows I, I've been listening to for years. They played the trailer because uh-huh. they were just talking about it. They just played it. Yeah. So all, I've only heard the trailer. You've heard of the trailer? I've heard it. Yes. Okay. And it did not sound great. It sounded like I'm, very dra- like drama heavy. Yes. Right. It so, is. Yeah. 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 I'm going to tell you something right now. I think yeah. you should watch the trailer. Okay. All right. I don't think it looks that bad. I think. Oh, okay. Um, I think that. There's a certain like power and uh, uh, what's the other show or, or maybe like Snowfall. There's mm-hmm. some like some cool like uh, Snowfall is a good example. Like story like that kind of, almost like a Shakespearean uh, type stories being told sure. right now about like inner city struggles or uh, fitting in when uh, you come from one class and you move into a different one. Right. Yeah. I think that at least the acting on display in the trailer looks pretty solid. Uh, The characters that they're presented as, they're all very uh, rote uh, characters in these kind of dramas. But that also means that they're that they're, you know, they're well trod. So, yeah, there's a good chance that if, if you get a couple of decent writers together, they can make these characters have interesting like things together. And it seems like 
the the plot is exactly what you would expect it to be like what a what the real actual like plot of a person going from poverty in philly to like the height of luxury but also like weird social stuff going on in bel-air yeah it, it it seems like it could be good yeah it's just an interesting idea to take a comedy like an iconic comedy show mm-hmm. uh well and then i'll tell you cha- what there's one thing it. that's fun yeah that i was worried about there's a scene where they're oh, def, uh, uh, there's definitely a character that is jeff so jeff. i was worried but dj jazzy jeff oh. is represented Oh, okay. Uh, I did see. I, I just don't, watched the trailer a little bit. It's a, at the party. You see a you see like a DJ there. Maybe that's him. Well, no, he's got like his, he's, he's got like a partner. Oh. He's got like a bud oh, throughout okay. the thing. Okay. But there is a scene where they're driving in a taxi, per the song, mm-hmm. up to the gates of the house, and they both like move their glasses out of the way of their eyes and say, "Damn." Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, that's fun. Yeah. But um. There's Carlton is villainous almost like he okay. seems like maybe the bad guy of the show or at least well, at the beginning. And that's what I'm saying. So you take it from the comedy world and you make that guy. That's what that guy becomes. It seems like, right. you know, like take away Kinda his makes comedy sense for him to be like, yeah, because the, the, uh, the whole uh, got in one little fight. My mom got scared. Right. Is that uh, in, a, in a basketball in a street court scuffle uh-huh uh will quote unquote will pull pulled out a gun from someone not sure if it was his but he just shot it into the air wow. to try to freak everybody out to get the fight to stop sure the cops showed up and arrested him and while he's in jail a very scary guy kind of like points at him and goes i'm gonna get you yeah I'm get you so yeah. he's got yeah. it so his mom got scared <laughs> and sent him to live with his auntie and uncle in bel-air <laughs> it's like it makes sense yeah. This is very logical. I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a shot, man. I'm gonna watch one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, is it, what is it on? Peacock or something? Yes. Is it Peacock yes, or just straight is. NBC? Yeah, Peacock. Nope, right. Peacock. It'll, so it'll be edgier that way too. It'll be a little more adult. Yeah. Cool. There's a. There's some. There's some shows coming back on the 18th. It looks like, dang. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. The marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm assuming. I'd have to look this up. I should look this up earlier. I think it's the probably the final season. Or maybe they got one more. Maybe they're going to do one more. But I think this is season four. Mrs. Maisel. Mrs. Maisel, she's like doing other stuff too, right? Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, she's like in movies and stuff. Um, I can't even think of the one. She was in like a period thing recently. But she's like coming up right now, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rachel Brosnahan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, she's a... She's like, because she's so beloved from this show, like it, it, as just this character, you know that um, it makes sense. But I, we've been, I've been watching her since uh, House of Cards. I think was the first thing, major thing that I saw her in. Hmm. But um, no, I love this show. Uh, seen all the seasons, and yeah, uh, I've only ever heard good things about it. Yeah, no, really good. Um, let's see, final season. So this is yeah, season four, and basically at the end of season three, she was starting to kind of blow up and get on her own in terms of uh, performing because she was like opening for somebody and like touring um, mm-hmm. doing doing gigs and stuff um, so yeah it's like her rise as a uh, comedian in the 50s and or maybe it's the 60s I don't know and uh, she starts in the 50s for sure right right yeah it might be like yeah maybe like the end of the 50s and then goes into the 60s and uh, yeah slowly but surely she's kind of climbing the ranks um 
Yeah, because she was kind of like obviously like the idea of a woman doing comedy who's like not a born performer. She's just like a housewife, but she uh-huh. had a knack for it. And so that was like the cool part of like seeing her break out of that mold in season one and like kind of sneaking out to do comedy and stuff, you know. And, and, then, and at the beginning of the show, she's kind of living a double life, right? Is she still doing that? No, not at all. She divorces yeah, that f- guy. Mm-hmm. She divorces her husband and... um basically just like starts performing yeah and it's not like they had to divorce but they were already kind of like this isn't working yeah 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 so yeah she's now like a very independent person doing her own thing i think that was like by the end of season two i'm trying to think of this the secret was held out until season two i think yeah okay yeah so no that's a great great show uh it only took two years but amazon has officially announced a season four um yeah i'm not sure if it's the final season but i would guess um who knows but maybe maybe one more season i don't sh- i don't see this show really like stretching they, it out way, way i could out. see what what they should do with shows like this is yeah. they should go into the same uh the way the the bbc makes shows i guess where they just mm-hmm. come back to it whenever they feel like yeah maybe do less episodes like just do mm-hmm. like little mini series like the styles. way they give us peaky blinders every three goddamn years Oh, is that show still going too? I bet you they'll come out with like a two a two episode season like five years from now. Yeah, like, there you go. They're your scraps like fans. A, like the way Luther was doing that. Yeah, like Luther's ridiculous. They got like a, there was two, a two episode right? season. I think. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't mind because it, it kind of makes it like a special Sherlock little thing or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was great. I was yeah. so happy that it came back. I watched those two episodes real quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, do you have anything else after the 18th? I, I have something for that day just because I want to mention it. Okay. Um, there's a there's a video game called Cuphead. Have you ever heard of Cuphead? I don't think so. No. So um, there's a it's a video game and it's beautiful. It's absolutely go- it's absolutely gorgeous. It's a it's what's called a bullet hell. So it's um you're a little dude and you got to run from left to right on the screen and there's a million bullets coming at you uh, and you got to j- hmm. run and jump and use your gun and kill all the guys. Okay. Usually it's a little spaceship. Or yep. an airplane of some type, but you know it could be a little guy that jumps up and down from the. Sure. In this particular case, it's a little man with a cup for a head, a little straw coming out of it, and everything's very cute. Yeah. Um, and he is, uh, and the whole game is hard, like very, very well animated in the style mm-hmm. of the old rubber hose cartoons, like old Fleischer Brothers, like pre Mickey Mouse, sort of like Ooh. everybody's wiggly black uh, mm-hmm. characters, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. It's it, and mm. it's and it's picture perfect like the the video game itself which is cool because you're controlling a cartoon like a full looking like old old style cartoon right so interesting they made a cartoon out of that naturally it's being written by the people who wrote the game so it's in the hands of the creators whatever that you know for good or ill yeah um and it and it and it's it's on netflix uh and it looks amazing it looks Sharp as hell. The, the animation looks great. The only thing is, hmm. it's a cart- it's a game based on a particular type of animation. So yeah. and the and the type of animation is old. So it's bad right. looking. Like there is a badness to it. The uh-huh. cartoon that the Netflix has made is super sharp, beautiful looking, and yeah. it kind of goes against the point of the show of or of, right. the, of the animation in the game. Interesting. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm a little confused as to what to do with that. Uh, well, in the end, is it just going to be a kids show? It is a pretty you know? good. Like, it is a pretty kiddie show. I think it's even like it's it's uh 
Y7, I think the rating is. But I'll tell you what, go yeah. watch the trailer and you wouldn't think it's necessarily a kid's show. Or at yeah. least maybe you'd, it would fall under like a little bit more Shreky family show. Like right. one of the characters is a cartoonishly old-fashioned devil. Like the devil. Uh-huh. Like that's interesting. Yeah, it's it's got some evil. It's it's the the character of Cuphead is supposed to be a a a vice uh, lover, and that's how he gets in like trouble with the devil. He sells his soul to gamble a little bit, and wow. so the whole game is you trying to go get your soul back from the devil because you're rolling them bones. Yeah, but is that really ha- gonna carry over? You think to the yeah. Yeah, devil's thing? in the cartoon. Okay. He's well, right. like I said, check out the trailer. I think you'll be surprised at how much it looks like adults might be able to enjoy it. No, no, oh, I'm, no, I'm sure, but I'm saying like, because if it's really a kids' show, right. it's like that's like a but weird. I think a lot of times when we say kids' show, we mean dumb show. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I, this doesn't look dumb. Oh, it, okay. I don't know if it's gonna be good, but it yeah. doesn't look dumb. Interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh. And then we have another show for the same day, right? Yeah. Uh, do you have, does, do you have sometimes we're on the wrong day? Killing Eve is the next thing I have. Oh, okay. Because I had uh, the Apple Plus um, Adam Scott show coming out on the 18th as well. The Severance, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Do you have it for a different date? No, no, no. I just didn't even have it on, on my thing. But I, okay. I watched the trailer, though, and I know about yeah, it. Yeah, I wanted to talk about it because it's right up my alley. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's part of it seems very similar to some other things. Say, I feel like. like, yeah, I was gonna say maniac sort of oh. vibes to it. Yeah, I can see also, that. Also, this is a little bit out there, but maybe maybe you'll go with me. I think yeah. it's got a little bit of Russian doll feel to it. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. In that whole the the resetting inness of it. Right. Uh, yeah. So I should I should uh, lay the premise out because it's a it's a weird one. Yeah. Um. This is a show uh, directed by Ben Stiller, who doesn't uh, like. Yeah. He's a talented director. Yep. Um. And starring Adam Scott, who I particularly love. I know that you Dan like him a lot too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. He is a guy who works for a company that severs your work personality and your home and your out of work personality in a way that you do not remember what each one does. So when you go to work, you your personality turns off or you're or you're 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 like not your personality because you're still yourself when you go to work. Yeah. But your your memory turns off basically. Right. And you become just a blank you that works at this company. Yeah. You work in a weird looking uh, 70s uh uh it's clearly working on like mind bending stuff. So like yeah. their office is a giant empty room with four tiny cubicles in the middle of the room yeah. uh, where they're all sitting around each other. T- and it seems like they all get along. They all talk. They're all f- yep. friends. And then at the end of the day, when you get into the elevator to go home, your your memories are separated again. Your work mm-hmm. memories stay at work and your home memories are put back into your head. And now you're off. You have no idea what happened at work. You just know you're getting paid for your eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting <coughs> premise. Yeah. Because it's well, based on obvious, you know. One day, one of the four of his four cubicle mates or his three cubicle mates doesn't show up. When they give him his job, that guy's job, basically, he's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. And then that night, he's at a diner and the guy who got fired comes up to him and says, hey, 
you know me, even if you don't remember me, we're best friends at work. Yeah. Uh, and something very, very wrong is happening there. Yeah. Whatever that procedure they're doing is like the company, something else going the company on. is evil. Yeah. Basically. Right. Right. Yeah. Now the company, as far as I can see in the trailer is represented by John Turturro, Christopher Walken and Patricia Arquette. That yeah. is some powerhouse acting right there. Yeah. No, it's a, and it's a freaky great cast. stuff too. They could really get weird. Those guys. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a it's a very interesting cast, and it's like there's a carryover too from uh, Ben Stiller when he directed. Uh, oh God, I'm gonna forget the name. The prison, uh, you know, escape prison. Uh, oh, escape, escape from Dan Mora. Oh yeah, you know where uh, she plays. Um, what's her name? Just say her name again. Where Patricia Arquette? Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was in that um, thing playing a real life person, and so yeah, when I saw her, notes, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. He's bringing he's bringing her back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's. I feel like I've seen things that are similar to this, so it's like yeah. I'm wondering what they're gonna do with it. Oh, it even reminds me too of the Paul Rudd um, sure. series. Remember that where he so has that something procedure? with yourself, dealing with yourself, or what was it called? Um, living with yourself. Living with yourself. That's yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. So sure. So I'm curious. Yeah, their their take on it. It seems a little more dramatic, a little more thriller. Uh, when I which is when cool. I I guess when I was saying like Russian Doll, I guess yeah, Netflix has they dole out a high concept sci fi e show. Yeah. Is, is that Horse Girl also kind of like that? I've never seen it. Um. So I can't say. Okay. Yeah. But Maniac but certainly also falls under that mm-hmm. under that category. Of like, yeah, they take a big sci-fi concept and they'll and they'll build a story around what happens when this when this concept collides with this person's life. They don't usually yeah. do a lot about building a world where this concept exists. It's usually right. a very small story about this concept. Yeah, or at least it starts small, you know, and then we kind of work our way out of the maze. Well, you know? let's not spoil anything. Let's not spoil any any weird yeah. twisty shows. Oh but, yeah, but we did do an episode on um, living with yourself. So yeah, if you go watch that, go listen to our pod. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there might be another season of that coming too. If if that's happening, I don't know. You think so? I don't know. The, I mean, the one on, that yeah, I wanted to. Br- I'm glad I got to bring up a Russian doll because that's coming back. But right. it's been coming back since 2019. They they announced it in 2019. Yeah, now, obviously you know that it got stalled by COVID. Yeah. Um, I. That I don't know what it's gonna look like in a second season. I have no well, concept of what that looks like. Yeah, well, I think it's a parallel, not a parallel universe, but like um, like other things going on in the world. Do you know what I'm saying? Like related, other maybe to the first thing. Caught but in loops. Yes. Yeah. Because I think what's her name is not the star. Maybe this time she might. But she pop Natasha Legero, not Natasha. Uh, Natasha Leone. Natasha Leone. And yeah. Close. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so uh, I don't think she's like yeah, the star. Anybody who doesn't know what Russian Doll is, Russian Doll was a show where Natasha Leone keeps dying and then waking up again and then having to live the day over and then dying again. And then she eventually finds out that there's another person who's the exact same thing is happening to them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, we did a great episode of that on mm-hmm. that That's first That's a season. really fun show. Yeah. Back in, uh, yeah, 20, whatever that came out, 2018. Dan, we missed the thing I yeah. did want to talk about because oh, yeah. I have a list. And it's called events, and oh, okay. uh, the Olympics was there. Uh, but 
I forgot to say that on the 13th, this very, very fantastic owl, a superb one, in fact, uh, a Super Bowl. Owl. A oh, Super oh. Bowl. Ugh, wow. That's a dorky, yeah. Whoa, uh, okay. The Super Bowl is coming to this <laughs> city where I live in right yes. now. Yes. You will have lived in that city just the day before. <laughs> yeah. But will no longer be living in it the day that this happens. Yes. I said, I don't want to be in this town. You said you would never live in a city within a, a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, except for New York. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. now. So I broke my streak. New York special. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. Um, well, and, what's well, cool. Oh, because the Rams. Not, it's not cool that you're that Los Angeles is losing, Dan. But yeah. what is cool is what the, what Jay Z has lined up. Uh, what's Jay Z's company called? The, oh, I forget. The they're the ones who lined up the halftime show for this Super Bowl to oh, okay. happen here in Inglewood. That's right, Inglewood. Always up to no good. Yeah. Um, it looks insane because it is at least two of the biggest voices of my childhood. Uh, Dr. Right. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Well, then, and then also of our teenage and going into 20s mm-hmm. years, Eminem. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it's like, yeah, there's a lot Huge. of a mix, a crazy mix. And not to mention Mary J. Blige, who is like oh. a, 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 a giant star, like sure. in her own right, and has like elevated rappers like so many times. Put her on yeah. a track with a rapper, and that song becomes a thousand times better. Right, uh, and then Kendrick Lamar decided they just just gonna sneak yeah. Kendrick Lamar in there. Personally, my favorite like modern rapper, and that's even that okay. saying I'm so old, you know. Yeah, cool. But yeah, yeah. the halftime show looks amazing. That's, well, the whole city of Los Angeles is gonna go crazy for that. Well, and imagine too, like not that the Rams are like necessarily like beloved here quite yet, you know, like on that level, hey. but like they're it's nice to have a home team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's kind of crazy to get because that happened just last year, I think, too, with Tampa Bay, right? Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they won, in right? Tampa Bay, and they won. Yep. So, so um, gonna let's be go Rams. curious. Gonna be curious, but they got to beat my Niners. Oh yeah, who I'm Which, a fan of. So I might be giving you bad juju as I. Oh have no, out of that's town. fine. I grew up as a Niners fan. I'm not gonna be mad if they win. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, man. Dan, what else you got? Uh, Killing Eve. A great show that yes. uh, didn't have a great third season, but was worth like keeping an eye on. And now this is the final season, so mm-hmm. kind of gives you a reason to stick around. And uh, yeah, so this is the final season of this great show, which I'm looking forward to. Everybody uh, says nothing but good things yeah. um, about uh, everything about this show. Yeah, yeah, because I think it's been on Netflix or something for a while, and like people kind of caught up on it and stuff, you know. Um, yeah, and the one girl has like gone off to do. Um, this not is Eve. Jody. Talking about Jody Comer. Yeah, yeah, Jody Comer. As Comer, like, Comer. Yeah, like um, she was just on Free Guy. She's been oh, on multiple yeah. things. Yeah, that's who that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's great. Yeah, she was good so, in that. Yeah, yeah. That's a not that great a movie, but she's great. I don't know. I like that. I thought that movie was good. I thought it was okay. It was better. It was it like was... above what I thought it was going to be. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, yeah, I'll tell you that. Uh, I'll tell yeah. you. Uh, I'll give you that. It definitely yeah. was better than what I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, for February 27th, but then also on February 27th, I think you also have this too, this JGL, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, um, movie based on a true story called Super Pumped, The Battle for No, I don't have that actually. Oh, I thought you said that. Oh, I thought you mentioned it, but maybe you're reading my list. 
Oh, yeah. No, I think I was because I oh. don't have that. Tell me about it. Uh, yeah, so basically, JGL plays the founder of Uber. Um, That's right. Yes, and yes, yes. Yeah, there's some kind of... I don't know. Okay, so the the premise says we'll depict summer some super pumped the battle for Uber. We'll depict the roller coaster ride of the upstart transportation company Uber, mm-hmm. embodying the highs and lows of Silicon Valley. So yeah, I think it's going to be kind of a Facebook movie, right? Uh, what's called a social I, network. Yeah, I am. I am a little bit. Oh, you're right. Here's Uma Thurman. That's why we oh, were talking about it earlier. That's not right. Severance. This one. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's got Uma Thurman and Kyle Chandler. Uh, coaches in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elizabeth Shue is always a, is a huge talent to put in anything. Um, yeah. I am a little off of Tech Bro uh, biopic. So I'm going to wait for you to tell me okay. what you think of this show. Yeah, and I should look this up too because it seems like this would be a series to me, but I'm wondering if this is like a super pumped. Yeah, series it is. Yep. I am Premieres the 27th. Let's see it if we can say s- how many episodes yet. Oh, it's from the billions, guys. All right, it does well, have a billions. The billions look. has always gotten uh, yeah, they, gotten they, good reviews. I see seven eps listed on IMDb right now. I do as well. Yeah, so that makes sense. That's cool. It's like a mini series, probably one off. Um, yep. Let me know thing. how it is. Yeah, because there's a okay. there's a finite amount of story that they have to tell about Uber, right? Uh, yeah, I would think so. I would think so. So, uh, but shoot. I, yeah, that reminds me. I don't know if anybody voices uh, any anatomy on this show, uh, uh-huh. but there is another biopic show that we talked about earlier, uh, Pam and Tommy, where right. Jason Manzukis appears in this show. He's not in the IMDb credits, really? but I want you to know that he is on that show. I'm surprised you don't know this already, Dan, yeah. because he discussed this on How Did This Get Made, his podcast. He is a oh. voice in the show he oh. is a voice from a scene in tommy lee's book that is written out in the show where yeah. tommy lee has a deep felt heart-to-heart talk with his legendarily large penis voiced so plays by the penis. jason manzoukas wow yes. that, oh that must have been a new episode of how did this get made then because it's the last one yeah oh okay so i'm just like yeah, yeah it would have been the last behind. one sure. yeah, yeah yeah that's hilarious yeah. Great. That's very funny. Wow. Yeah. I so he's we very proud late. of it. He's very proud of it. Yeah. Oh, dude. I would, I mean, yeah. Somebody Good like voice. him that's like right up his way. You know, he's doing a lot of animation <laughs> voice stuff too. So yeah. it's like. We started it with sense. that, uh, what's it called? The the one about the monsters, the hormone monsters. Oh, bad mouth. Ma- uh, uh, big mouth. Big mouth. Big mouth. That's right. 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 Yep. Um, all right. So, so that's yeah, super, super pumped. And then uh, the 28th. Oh, you know what? Let me sneak something in there uh, yeah. before we get too far away from it. The yeah. 20th. Back in the 20th, I just want to mention this. Yeah. Uh, people are always looking for the the next Lost clone, uh, be it right. uh, what's what are the ones that we've had recently? The one about oh, the airplane. Uh, sure. Uh, what's another one? Uh, oh, La Brea. Uh, that's one. La Brea, okay. The one where that giant hole. Oh, the sinkhole. The sinkhole one. Mm-hmm. There's a podcast that I where they always they talk about every episode, and the sound effect they do for that show is plonk. It's pretty good. That's hilarious. Uh, so this is a new one, and it's got yep. the worst SEO name I think I've ever seen on a television show ever. The name of the television show is From. The word from is oh, the name God. of the, Try Googling this television show. Yeah. <laughs> so Not, it does stars. That'll help you. 
Oh uh, God, stars! It doesn't. Course. It doesn't look great. But yeah. It does have the kind of premise that it's like a catnip for me. Um, it's a. It's a. T- there's a town. Yeah. There's a family driving from one place to another. They drive into this town. Harold Perrineau from Lost uh, is there to say, "Yeah, you just want to get back on the highway that way." Uh-huh. Uh, but the thing is, they're never getting back on the highway because that highway just leads right back into this town, and this ah. town is surrounded by woods. And in those woods, there be monsters, wow. or or not. Because in the trailer, they the house that Harold Perrineau gives to the new family has uh-huh. very clearly had this one particular horrible thing happen. And the editing mm. of the scene is very funny, how they show you that a small child was turned into a cloud of blood. Uh, there's That's the hilarious. monster outside of her window. They, they, they tell all the people who live there, close your windows, close your doors, lock everything up, yeah. board everything up at yeah. night. Uh-huh. The thing outside this little girl's window that gets her killed is a grandma is just a grandma oh. in, a, in a night in a little night night uh dress and yeah. a little hat i don't know if she had a hat uh yeah. and she's just saying like hello let me in I w- open the door open the window yeah and then flash forward to the present where there's just a gallon of blood around that window just just, oh. just something wow. ruined that area so yeah yeah i mean you know i don't have an audience yeah i don't have an audience me. for sure you know me yeah. at least for one yeah no, that'll be fun. Yeah, uh, I'll let you guys know. What's that on? Oh, it's Stars, you said, right? Yes, stars. that's on Stars. Oh, executive produced by the Russo brothers. I just that's something, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The guys who were who were semi running the 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 MCU with Kevin Feige back in the day. They're yeah. they're making a bunch of the bunch of the movies. They made Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. Right. Yeah. No small feet. So no, they're not nobodies for sure. Yeah, but when people produce things, it's like yeah, yeah they it's put their good. names on it. They yeah. also they produce like Arrested Development, Community, Happy Endings. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see stuff we like. Sure. All right, I got one more. All right, thing. Dan. I think I'm at the end of my list. So what you okay. got? The the and I'm glad this is the last thing because this show deserves all the attention mm-hmm. it can get. Uh, Better Things is coming up on its final season, season five for FX, and I've seen every episode of the show. It's great. It's this uh, is the show that is starring uh, the 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 woman who thankfully got away from ah. the 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 black hole that became the end of uh, Louis the C. Louis C. show. Yeah. Not the end of Louis C.K. Louis C.K. just won a Grammy, so no. Yeah. No, but Louis the, is doing well, fine. I should say the like like distancing of a thing that he was yes. connected to that allowed it to still go on, and they took his the name show off Louis the and the artistic presence of Louis C.K. on cable television. Yeah, yeah. There's another show too. Oh, Baskets. That's right. Baskets. Mm-hmm. He uh, was another show that like when his whole controversy stuff yeah. was going on that he was like Tig's uh, show too. Right. Remember? Yeah. One Mississippi. Yeah. Right. Right. She was. She fought to get his name taken out of the credits of that. Yeah. Oh no! It came off of all that, like his production company, all that stuff, like went away um, when all but that stuff came out. We now but. know that what really happened was that they just did a bunch of stuff to show you that they were doing, like they were getting rid of him. But in reality, right. he was just stepping back and still like working as normal, only not in the spotlight. Yeah. 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 Which is what Which, happens. Yeah. Usually. Exactly. Like if you're gonna have a career, people are gonna speak. The audience is gonna say, you know. 
do we want this guy to we want to pay him to go see comedy shows and whatever you know and he's like self-sufficient he was even self-sufficient before that releasing his specials on mm-hmm. for five bucks online oh, or whatever right. you know and that other so. show that he made right the sad one yeah yeah which i never finished and was on hulu but i think actually that might still i think that stuck around maybe i think that was like i, think a weird that, I don't one think that, that would go anywhere yeah i would imagine yeah. it's still there i mean uh but I feel terrible because I started talking about Pamela Adlon and right. I accidentally started talking about Louis C.K. for a bunch. Yeah, well, it's, I think it's interesting to mention, too, because just to give credit, because it's like even aside from Louis stuff and just trying to separate a little bit like art from artists, it's like he was the creator, you know, and producer of like a lot of like great shows, which became mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. great shows of the past 10 years. So it's true. Um, yeah. And it really, really like this is for sure Pamela Adlon's baby. And I think he yeah. just helped her find her voice and maybe like aim some different directions with like the creation of the show. But ultimately, her talent, this is her. Her talent shone through Louis too, like yeah. on the show Louis. Oh, that's It was right. very clear oh, that's that right. Pamela Adlon was yeah. a, a powerful talent on that show. Yeah, absolutely. Some of the most iconic episodes and mm-hmm. moments and stuff. Yeah, being the love interest on that show. Yeah, yeah. so as as much as that that would be a thing on a show like that. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, so I'm Do excited you, for this uh, final season for sure. Can you tell me about anybody else on the show? I know Pam Ladlon, but is there the kids, is there anybody else I would recognize? The, so the kid, uh, the oldest of her three kids, um, who on the show was like probably hovering at start of the show maybe like 15 is now working her way okay. to college 2021 20, and is was on the new scream movie she's the one of the um kind of the lead people in that um they're not really cool. known names but oh the guy you know who you know is the guy from uh the drew carey show who's the drew carey's right hand man he's got a funny name Oswald. oh Dietrich something Dietrich. yeah Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Bader. Yeah. yeah, I remember that guy. He plays a gay dude on uh, Better Things, and he's okay. Great. Yeah, it's great. Oh. Yeah, he's he is pretty solid on on most things. Yeah, and then um, the mom character is really good, but again, it's like she's not really Celia Emery. Emery. Her name's uh, Phyllis. Goes by Phil on the show. But yeah, the whole supporting cast is actually really good. Um, there's just cool. not like, it's not like that expense expansive that it's like, uh, and big names or whatever, you just, know, just glancing at it. How often does, does Kevin Pollack and Matthew Broderick show up? Oh yeah. Ke- wait, Kevin Paul. Oh, Kevin Pollack's her brother, Pamela mm-hmm. Allen's brother, which if you think about it, it kind of makes sense. Like they're Me? both yeah. short Jews. I just you know? want to watch them hang out now. I don't even yeah. care about the show. I just want to watch <laughs> those two people hang out. Yeah. Wait, what was the other name you said? Uh, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Oh, that's like a one-off, or he plays a psychiatrist or somebody like she's seeing, uh, yeah. or something, and Dr. then starts David to Miller, date her him therapist, or yeah. who then becomes her love interest. Yeah, that's go. not yeah. okay. For any <laughs> any therapist listening right now, hey, stop it. Yeah, but it stopped. Uh, I think that was like it wasn't like they were continuing the charade of for sure. You're my Matthew Broderick is a great guest star for an episode or two. Yeah, I still remember his when he came on to uh, he was a guest star on Thirty Rock for a couple se- for a couple episodes when uh, oh. I think uh, what's his name Donaghy um, had to uh-huh. go to uh, Alec Baldwin oh. had to work in in the government. Sure. And the government is stupid compared to uh, private, the private sector. Right. So all their employees were basically Matthew Broderick, like dummy, like goober dummies. Yeah. That's funny. It's pretty good. I got to go back and watch 30 Rock. That's one that I always yeah. like, hear references to and stuff that I just like. I, I could, I've seen I them could all. do a rewatch on that. Yeah, yeah me too. for sure. Back in the day, like seen them all, but um, 
They can do a rewatch. That that theme song coming on the television still like cheers me up automatically. Yeah, yeah, so good and so tight. Like just a twenty, not even thirty mm-hmm. second thing. I don't think joke, yeah. joke, a, joke a second, machine gun fire. Like yeah. Yeah. Very good stuff. Yep. So we're starting to talk about shows from 20 years ago. Uh, that <laughs> means we've gotten to the end of the episode. Yes, sir. This is what's coming up in February. Uh, yep. There's some good stuff. I'm going to yeah. check out a few of these shows. Yeah. A lot of good returning ones and like, um, yeah, like this usual, that's the usual thing. It seems like typically it's like on a good month. Yeah. You get some good returning if ones. You, if you had to pick one, we haven't done this before, but I think I'm going to do this now. I'm going to okay. ask you, if you had to pick okay. one thing that you think is the standout of what we talked about right now, what do you think? You know what? I'm really like really piqued my interest, and I know you said you're burned out on the Silicon Valley stuff, but I'm mm-hmm. really, I'm just curious because I don't know the inner workings of like Uber, like as a yeah. headline. So I'm curious to know what that story is. You know, like and and it could be just a very typical like who is controlling what, what mm-hmm. you know. But also, it's like the creation of an Uber app or an app like Uber is interesting to me. Do you know, to okay. just like if we get to see the origins of some of that, yeah. You want the, uh, you want to see the brains like crunching this out. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious about that. Okay. So well, I'll tell you what. One, yeah. Your description, which I'm guessing is from the copy, calls it yeah. a roller coaster ride. So it, you know. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. I love roller coasters. I think <laughs> it's to, for me. It's like it's between uh-huh. Pam and Tommy, uh, okay. and yep. Severance. Severance because I'm a because I'm a genre junkie. But sure. Pam and Tommy because it looks like it might have that like you said. Um, what was the thing that uh the guy directed? I Tanya. Um, they it. It it ha- it looks like it has the possibility of leaping out like I Tanya, or yeah. even if it doesn't leap out, still coming out like something that belongs with like American Crime Story or something. That's like exactly that. yeah. I was gonna say like it does feel like a very much American Crime Story, but the aspect of the Rogan and the comedy aspect of bringing yes. in those guys changes it back to the well, Itania side of things. So well, did yeah. you see? It, it, so it's gonna be like a show, like a what is the uh, oh. Linda Tripp scene in uh, in the impeachment uh, season oh, yeah. when she's giving the deposition and she sure. says it takes a dramatic turn. Yeah, yeah. That's that's their version of comedy. That's right. that's American Crime Stories comedy. Yeah, and that's a very good joke. That is a funny scene in yeah, that, that show. That is really funny, especially but, the dichotomy uh, of that of uh, 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 what's her name. What's, God damn! What's her? I can't. And then, and her husband. Both of them is also. Oh, uh, testified. What? The obvious yeah. one. What the fuck? Blue dress. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. The Monica, Monica. Lewinsky. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Seeing Monica's Monica's deposition versus hers, you know, and mm-hmm. how like yeah, it was just it said everything. Yeah, it was great. And then uh, I forget who who played the. I I'm I'm gonna keep forgetting who played Linda Tripp's husband, the guy from SNL. Uh, oh, I forget. And uh, his his like know. his cartoonish acting in that scene is very funny. Yeah, that's absolutely. uh, shoot, I'm not gonna get it. I didn't pull it out. When do we see her husband? Because he doesn't live with her. She's yeah, a, they, she lives he goes alone. there. Remember? Yeah, but he's she's but sitting doing... next to him, and they ask her to draw. Right? Yeah. And is that not Linda Tripp? Maybe I'm thinking of uh, not Linda Tripp. I'm sorry. That's the problem. Oh. What's the the first lady who who? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, the first one that Bill had the supposed affair, or at least like got a blowjob from. Yes, the 
I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I'm so dumb. It's so funny. I was using oh, the wrong name entirely. It's so funny because she's he's married to what's her name that's playing um, the uh, pundit, you know? The one who's doing oh, in real life. It, yeah, in real life. They, that's a married couple, like those two people. Um, he's got such a quirky name. And he's oh, on, I he's know on who comedy it is. Bang Bang. You just got to say it with Don Pardo's voice. Okay. His name is Taryn, Taryn Killam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. it is. That's right. All right. Fun. They never said Sarah Paulson's name, name in that voice. Or maybe he did. Did she ever host SNL? I doubt it. No. Oh, poor Sarah Paulson. But I would She's love that. It's funny when they scare her. Oh, no. They only do that on Ellen. And Ellen is uh, apparently bad. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're going off a tangent. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Adios. Now, just watch.